1: Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. You've been so very good. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you, Lord. out. Oh, Lord, you've been good. I just
2: God's people all over the world. I just want to thank the Lord today for being an on-time God, for being a very present help in a time of trouble, for always having a ram in the bush. He's worthy today.
1: I just want to thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. He's worthy today.
2: It is he who has given us life. Think of any good and perfect gift. It has come from above. God does his thing. He tells us to consider the lilies of the field. They do not labor, neither do they toil. But our heavenly Father clothes them. He makes sure they have what they need. Birds of the air. They don't store away in barns. They don't have bank accounts. They don't have 401Ks. They don't have money market, and mutual funds, but yet our Heavenly Father finds a way to take care of them, surely, children of God, if he does this for such creatures as these, surely he's going to take care of you and I. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic, simply entitled, There's Nothing Wrong With Doing Right. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong. I know media and television and movies and this generation will have you to think that something is wrong or doing right. But uh, that's just another lie of the adversary because I guarantee you this, child of God, you will not spend eternity in heaven without grasping the concept of righteousness. Now, that's, that's one concept. If you don't get the concept of righteousness, you can go ahead on and just prepare yourself. It, it, maybe, I don't know if you can bring any suntan lotion with you but, uh, or any sunblock, but it, it's not going to help you at all. If you don't get the concept of righteousness, doing what is right, you will miss heaven altogether. You will miss an eternity with God. People that don't like righteousness, they don't like God and they're not going to be with God. Righteousness is the way. Doing it right. You say, boss, what is it? Whatever it is, do it right. Whatever you find your hands doing, there's a right way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it. There's a diligent way to do it, and there's a slowful way to do it or a sorry way. Do it right. God will bless you when you do it right. Students in school, do right. Do what's right. You know what the rule is. Rules say no chewing gum in class. Why are you in why are you in class pulling out chewing gum, giving pieces to everybody? Do what's right and God will bless you. But looked at that Capital A. Every nation. Acts 10, 35, Acts 2 and 5. We looked at that Capital B. Your conscience will speak to you. You know, as children of God, our conscience will speak to us and let us know the difference between right and wrong, because God is speaking to us in our conscience. Second Kings 7 and 9. 1 Corinthians 4 and 4. We look at capital C, acceptable to God. Understand that righteousness and doing things like God say, that's the only thing that is acceptable to God. Proverbs 21 and 3, 1 Peter 2 and 5. And it brings us down to capital D, everything but. Everything but. We're going to look at 1 Kings chapter 22, very special focus on verse 43. First Kings 22, very special focus on verse 43. we am going to talk a little bit about Jehoshaphat, one of the kings in Judah. He reigned for about 25 years. He did a pretty good job staying out of pagan religious practices, which, you know, neighboring Israel was all into. He had a war one time with these three kings knew he was in hot in, in hot water, called for a national day of prayer. And instead of sending soldiers to fight, Jehoshaphat hauled off and sent singers, sent praisers and worshipers. And when the praisers and worshipers got to the place where the, the the opposing soldiers were supposed to be, they had already about killed themselves and, 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 and committed the Carry on their own self and, and different things. He was he he was a righteous righteous king, but you know he had one little thing he didn't do, and that has to be mentioned. Everything but, and you see how everything but can get us in very serious trouble. We're gonna take a look again. First Kings chapter twenty two, verse forty three. Bible says in everything he or Jehoshaphat walked in the ways of his father Asa, did not stray from them. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. The The high places, however, were not removed, and the people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. Capital D, everything but. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, again, we have gathered together in your most holy name, Father. We appreciate you. We reverence you. We give you the glory, honor, and praise that you so richly deserve. Father, we ask that you will speak in our hearts and our minds today words of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom that we may grow stronger in you, in your good pleasing and perfect will father forgive us of our sins and our iniquities forgive us of the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and pride of life these things that still plague us in these old natures we ask father that you'll continue to be merciful continue to be gracious and long-suffering with us as we are living stones that are being built into an acceptable spiritual house for you we trust, Father, that as we are touching and agreeing, asking these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that you are going to do them for us in his most precious name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we prayed. Amen and amen. Now, Jehoshaphat. I want to get you some facts about Jehoshaphat. Keep you five things in mind so you want to pick up at least five as we study this great king. He was the son of Asa, king, king of Judah, verse 41, in the fourth year of Ahab, king of Israel. Now, we want to deal a little bit with that because that is one of the things that uh, caused some problems in his kingship and his administration and in his walk with God. He made alliances with some wicked men. You, you want to be very careful with who you make alliances with. Now, Ahab, on the other hand, Jehoshaphat was a righteous man. He, he did pretty well. He, he did the things that were pleasing in the eyesight of God for the most part. But he aligned or he, he connected himself up with Ahab, who was one of the most wicked of kings in the northern portion in, in Israel. Jehoshaphat was in the southern part in Judah. At this time, the kingdom was split. Northern part, Israel, southern part of Judah. Jehoshaphat, king of the south, and Ahab was kind of like the king of the north. And they made alliances. Now, now Ahab was a very, very wicked man. He and his wife Jezebel are almost synonymous with witchcraft, adultery, and evil. You say, Apostle, how is benefiting me? You want to be very careful who you align yourself with, who you make your ally, who you make your friend, because the wrong ally, the wrong allegiances can, be, can damage your spiritual resume. The Bible says Jehoshaphat was 35 years old when he became king. He reigned in Jerusalem 25 years. His mother's name was Azubah, daughter of shall he everything he walked in the ways of his father Asa and did not stray from them he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord now we want to deal a little bit about Asa as a influence in the life of Jehoshaphat now it's it's very important fathers that that sons be brought up and daughters be brought up in the training and instruction of the Lord As parents, it is very important that we impress upon them righteousness, whether they stay with it or not. You will read in Scripture, some very righteous men have had very wicked children. Some very wicked men have had very righteous children. Ezekiel had to speak about God, had to speak to Ezekiel about this whole thing. But one of the things, parents out there under the sound of my voice, that will 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 guarantee a certain degree of blessings from the Lord is that you make sure you bring those children up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Asa, we don't read it, we don't see it in scripture, at least I don't, but it's in my spirit very strongly that, that mantle of righteousness was taught to Jehoshaphat from his father. His father was another righteous man. He didn't stray from God's way, he didn't didn't get off into a whole lot of the foolishness that was plaguing uh, the northern part of the kingdom at his time. And we can even see that because of his uh, steadfastness in the things of God and doing the things that were pleasing in the eyesight of God, the mantle of righteousness was passed down to Jehoshaphat. My prayer for you, under the sound of my voice, mother or father, grandmother, grandfather. Is that the mantle of righteousness? That if you have the mantle of righteousness, that it will be passed down to your children, because it's a, you're a, you know that's the only way they can truly be blessed. Some at some point, someone has to introduce you to the concept of righteousness. Whether you accept it, whether you reject it, whether you run with it as a lifestyle, somebody needs to to introduce you to the concept of righteousness. Now, God is bringing in my spirit now the parable of the prodigal son. Now, one prophetess told me something many years ago. It was very profound. She said to me, she she said, son, if you come from something, you can return to something. She said, but if you come from nothing, there's nothing to return to. And that was very powerful. Because in essence, what she was saying to is that, see, this, 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 there are many prodigal sons and daughters out there running around who don't have a righteous father to return to, who don't have a loving father, at least in the natural. Now, we always know that God is there, we, you know, but in the natural. This prodigal son was very fortunate in that he had a righteous and a loving father that was uh, prospering and doing pretty well back at the ranch or back home. But there are many individuals that, the, in the natural, they don't have prosperous and righteous uh, 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 um, fathers, loving fathers in the natural that they can return to. Can you imagine if that prodigal son, where would he have gone if his father owned them? Where could he have gone? Even when he came to his senses, there was no... Uh, father, in the natural, to go back to, and this can make things very difficult for individuals. Individuals that have a mind to want to do right, they 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 found out that you know what they've been doing and how they've been doing hasn't been the best. See, because the reality is, God said, "Robert, not only do you have prodigal sons, you got some prodigal parents running around. Not only do you have prodigal sons, you got some prodigal daughters running around." Not only do you have prodigal sons, but you've got some prodigal sisters and prodigal brothers, some prodigal aunts aunts and prodigal uncles running around, some prodigal grandparents running around. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? One of the things that we want to establish uh, uh, parents and grandparents in the gospel is we want to establish a place where when prodigal sons and daughters are finished with their foolishness, they can come and find stability. They can come and find love. They can come and find a hot meal if need be. This son had come out of all sorts of wildness, but he was fortunate that he had a place of stability to go. This is, this is, what, this is what God wants us to provide, children of God, mothers and fathers in the faith grandmothers and grandfathers in the place. We want to be places where when those prodigal sons and daughters come up out of that foolishness, they can come and be cared for. That's important. We have to do some things like Asa, who passed down that, righteous, that mantle of righteousness to Jehoshaphat so he had a, he had a foundation. Now you can build, you can you can take time to to pour a, a solid foundation, and build just a crazier building on it as you want. That's your That's your choice. But understand that if you pour a solid foundation, even if you build a crazy building, when the winds come and the rains come, the winds and the rains and the and the the snow and ice and whatever might knock the building down, but the Foundation, what is going to stand. So what we do as parents, what we do as overseers and pastors, as we establish our people in righteousness, we help prepare them for the storms of life. This is why some people take, when things start getting difficult in their life, they put a gun in their mouth and blow their brains out, take overdose on pills cut their wrists, do all kinds of things. Why? Somebody normally, situations like that, somebody has not adequately prepared them for the storms of life. We have a responsibility, bishops, elders, overseers, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, to prepare God's people, Scripture says, for works of service. God has also given me my, in my spirit, in, in Ephesians 4 and 11, also to prepare them for storms of life. Life is not always going to be uh, 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 fun trips and ice cream and pizza some, some di- and some and, and good times. There are some very difficult times that come in our life. There are hardships that come. There are difficulties. There are trials. There are tribulations. There are hurt feelings. There are broken hearts. There are people that, that, that you counted on that let you down. There were people that you thought were one. They are all so, in this life you run into all kind of things. Asa said, let me prepare my son. Let me establish him in righteousness so that he can understand how to be blessed in this thing called life. God said Robert, a lot of people don't even understand how to be blessed in this thing called life. They don't even they don't have a concept of how to be and that's why a lot of times folks be trying all kind of different things, trying to figure out and trying to find out. But God said Robert, tell my people the the, the simplest way. The most secure way, the easiest way to be blessed in this life is just do what's right. What was it? What did we go over yesterday? What were those five words? To do what is right. To do, Just do what's right. Just do right. I can shorten it down. Uh, do right. I can shorten it down to two words. Do right. You want to be blessed. You want God to, to look over your situation and say, hmm, all right. I'm gonna pour some grace out on this one. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm have, I'm gonna touch some hearts on behalf of this one. I got some promotions in line for this. Do what's right. Do what's right. Josaphat learned that great lesson from Asa, and watch this—he became king. It, every king's every king's son don't become a king. First thing, every king don't know how to teach how to become a king. It's one thing to play the game of basketball. It's another thing to teach the game of basketball. You've got a lot of great players that, 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 that are not great coaches, that didn't make good great coaches. It's, 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 a, it's a special breed that can be a great player. And then even some of your great coaches weren't the greatest of players. You look at Phil Jackson. I don't think Phil Jackson started for the Knicks when he was a player. I think he got a ring, uh, Two, one or two rings. But he—I don't think he started. You know, I don't remember him as being such a great player. But he ended up being a great coach. Coach K—I don't even know if Coach K did—he he play, plays—he some ball with uh, West Point. But I don't remember him being. A, but he's a great coach. So when you talk about individuals that can do a thing and teach a thing. That's a, that's, a, that's a great skill. They can do the thing and can teach the thing. Sometimes people can do the thing and can't teach the thing. Sometimes people can do the thing, but you put a basketball in their hand or give them the, the chance to do the thing, and they throw it over the basket. But to be able to do the thing and teach the thing it's a great thing. Jehoshaphat, Asa, was a king, and I believe in my spirit. Now, I'm just seeing this by, by divine revelation that he was able to teach how to be king. All pastor's sons don't grow up to be pastors. All bishop's sons don't grow up to be
0: bishops. All carpenters' sons don't grow up to be carpenters. All king's sons don't grow up to be kings. Some king's sons don't even grow
2: up. All rich men's sons don't grow up to be rich. So now if your father or your leader has uh, 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 all people that, that follow Christ didn't end up keep following Christ, John 6 and 66, from this time on many of Jesus' disciples turned and no longer followed him. Jesus started talking about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us in hand? If you've got a leader that's got something going and you don't grab a hold of that, Either something is wrong with the teaching from that leader or something is wrong in the learning that's coming
0: from you or something is wrong with both. Something is wrong with both. Everything, verse 43, Jehoshaphat walked in the ways of
2: his father, Ashen, did not stray from them, did what was right, in the eyes of the Lord. Now, this is what has to be taught to our young people. You've got to do what's right in the eyes of the Lord. Not always what's right in the eyes of the Lord. And see, this is why peer pressure, this is why peer pressure can be so powerful um, to young people. And the reality is, and many of us don't want to admit it as adults, but the reality is peer pressure, peer pressure is strong in many of our lives as well. We always think about peer pressure. We think about teenagers. We think about young people. But the reality is a lot of you all out there under the sound of my voice, grown folk doing a lot of stuff behind peer pressure. Peer pressure. Peer pressure is not a bad thing, and it's not a good thing. It depends on what the peers are pressuring you to do. If you got peers that are pressuring you to worship God and to praise God and to and to to, to be a good christian then that's good peer pressure thank god for peer pressure. i need i need some peer pressure like that you got peer pressure if you got peers that are that are putting pressure on you spurring you on to do right spurring you on to live for god spurring you on to to, to operate in your gift and to walk it's spurring you on to help you to 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 do what god has called that's good peer pressure thank god for peers like that thank god for for friends like that that will help push you on in doing what we say the topic is? Nothing wrong with what? Doing right. It's right to pressure people into doing right. It's wrong to pressure people into doing wrong. What in the world do you think chastisement or or or, or 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 the beating of children with the rod, the rod of correction is? It's pressuring them to do right. Nothing wrong with that, or God wouldn't put it in the book. Listen, some of you out there uh, eggheads, call yourself, know something about something. If beating children was wrong, God would not have told us to do it in the book. Now, we're not talking about killing nobody. The Bible says, if thou beatest him with the rod, he will not surely die. Government run right in. A lot of law enforcement agents run right in. A lot of you coward parents out there run right in. Ah, oh, You know, it's wrong. It's a bad thing. Well, see, there you summon your nose at God again. Some of you knows that at the word of God. But then when some of these same young people that hadn't been chastised and brought up and get out and start acting like a fool in front of the police, then they'll start beating them. They'll start shooting, especially African-Americans. If you are African-American young man out there under the sound of my voice or a young person under the sound of my voice, you better be very careful because African-American young people are getting
0: dropped like flies, getting shot like dogs. Nothing wrong with doing right.
2: Nothing wrong with you as a parent demanding respect from your children. Because if, they, if you teach them how to respect you, especially fathers out there, especially African-American fathers, you can teach them how to respect you. They won't have as much problem respecting authority out in the community. But if you don't teach them and say, and a lot of you unwed mothers out there, you're the ones guilty of that because you don't have a proper respect for the headship of a man because you don't ran into a bunch of crazy men in your life and a bunch of men. that are done. So now that seed gets passed on. We just talked about Asa's mantle or seed of righteousness got passed on. Some of you all passing on that crazy disrespect for men to your sons and to your daughters. They run right out there and try that mess with the police and the police shoot them in the head. Now you're ready to march. Now you're ready to burn down CBS. Now you're ready to march on Washington. When really, if that joker had stopped when the police said stop, or that joker would have been shut up when the police said shut up, a lot of a lot of that probably wouldn't even have been. A lot of that probably wouldn't even have been. But if you out there and refuse to respect those that have been placed in authority, then the Bible says, never mind, Apostle Brian, you can get mad with me all you want to. I'm telling you what God said. Then what you do is you bring judgment on yourself. You turn one of God's servants, because that's what police are, they're God's servants, to do you good. You turn, when you, when you don't respect those that are in authority, you turn God's servant who is there to do you good into an agent of what?
0: Wrath. You did it. So now, instead of him helping you,
2: how many times have I had police helped me out? In foreign countries, in foreign. Cities in foreign, in foreign states don't know where I'm doing, don't know where I go. Go up to the police uh, officer. Can you tell me how to get such and such? Yes, sir. Right down there. No problem. He's God's servant to do you good. Well, in order for you to get the good out of him, you got to do good. In order to get respected by the law, Now, you know, there's going to be some extenuating some circumstances. There's some nuts and nincompoops out there. There's nuts and nincompoops in the pulpit. There's nuts and nincompoops anywhere you want. But I'm talking about for the most part. I'm talking generalization. If you want respect from the
0: one that's in authority, show the one that's in authority respect. Now, you want to act like a fool toward the one that's in authority, then you
2: surprised that he acting like a fool toward you? A lot of times, them that's in authority be like mirrors. If you picking your nose standing in front of a mirror, are you surprised that the reflection is picking his nose? A lot of times, those that are in authority are mirror reflections of your behavior. You are out breaking the law, doing all, so. Then, so remember, police are human too. And basically what police brutality is, is them breaking the law. So you breaking the law, They they shot you. They broke the law. What's the problem? What's the problem? Why are you upset? Why are you mamas out there, especially a lot of you African-Americans out there, male and female, why you ain't out marching that that boy wouldn't, wouldn't follow the marching to get the children to obey, to obey the law? Why you ain't marching for that? Why you ain't marching for, 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 for the, the – you want to do something. Teach them how to show proper respect for those in authority, you want to march, march on that. I'll join that march. We want our children to show respect for and a lot of that can be taken care of at home. They want to march you want to protest, protest the disrespect
0: that a lot of these young people are showing to uh, those in authority. you want to protest something. You know, a lot of you don't like that right there. Somebody got to tell it to you. Somebody. Everything but. Uh Uh-oh. What we say? Everything but. Want to march for everything
2: but that. Want to march for everything but where the problem really lies. Want to complain about everything, but want to point the finger at everything, but where the real problem is? You ain't trained that boy worth a nothing, mama. That's why he out there acting like a fool. You don't even you don't even know that boy, daddy. You don't even know if he's yours or who. And and, then you're surprised that he's out on the on the block selling drugs. You want to protest something out there? protest them poor parenting skills that's going on in a lot of the, especially the black community. White brothers and sisters, if you would, please, turn your, turn your, uh, uh, turn your, your system off. Let me talk to my, my people. Let me talk to my people. You want to protest something? Protest you young girls out there and young boys out there having babies out of wedlock. You want to protest something? I'm with
0: you on that. Let's march. Let's march on that. Let's protest that. Everything but, everything but
2: what the problem is. Oh,
0: that's, that's just human nature.
2: God I said, Robert, that's human nature. That's the first thing Adam did. First thing Adam did after he, after he had sinned, and I questioned him about it. God said, Robert, I questioned Adam about what he had done and what he had been into. First thing he hollered was, the woman. Then he hollered me, Robert. I'm like, Lord, I know. Everything but who the real problem lies with. Now, we don't like this kind of preaching and teaching right here because,
0: see, cause see, this is hitting too close to home. No, it ain't hitting close to home. This is hitting home. White man tell you this, you call him a racist. White man tell you this, man, you'd want his
2: job. What are you going to say, I'm a black man, saying? That? What are you going to say? What are you going to call me? That's where a lot of our problem, as African-Americans, right with the craziness we got going in the home. See, and if craziness is in the home, craziness will spread abroad. That's what that's what it spread. You got craziness going right on in the home, why are you surprised that boy acting like a fool at the school? He acting like
0: a fool in your house. Train up a child, God says. Train
2: up a child in the way he should go. Train up a child
0: in the way he should go. The Bible says that when. You, you, how many of you have ever seen the circus? You know, you
2: you look at the circus, you see them animals, bears walking on ball on balls. Lion man put his head in the mouth of the lion. Do you know how they get them animals to do that stuff? All that stuff go against what a bear really wants to do. Bear don't want to walk on no ball. Bear wants to eat something, kill something. A lion don't ain't used to stuff just putting his head inside his mouth. Lion bite that kind of stuff. But even in the circus, what you got is animals that are going against their very nature. Why? Because what they be doing, they be beating them jokers, and they train them. Same thing has to happen with children. God the one said it. Some of y'all act just like it ain't in the Bible. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. Foolishness in me, in you, in his child, they child, that white children, black children, African children, European children, Foolishness is bound. God says, is he a child? Yes. Then God says, I can tell you something about him. What's that, Lord? Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. But then God said, now, I can tell you now. Now God said, I can tell you how to get that out of him. The rod of correction. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Somebody acting like fools out there because he didn't get beat enough. Oh, that's good. That, come on. Now, let's, play, let's make it plain. Let's make a plan. I know you don't like to hear this. Some of you, I'm talking to grown folk now, as well as children. You act like a fool right now because you didn't get beat enough. But foolishness is bound. So here's the answer to foolishness, rod of correction. You take the rod of correction away, and the foolishness spreads. The foolishness go too long. So now here we are at 40, acting like fools. Here we are at fifty, acting like fools. The foolishness has gone too far. When I was a child, I thought like a child. Hmm? I spoke like a child. Hmm? I understood like a child. But when I became a man, you say, Pastor, what you driving now. The rod of correction will help your son or your your son become a man. The
0: rod of correction will help your daughter become a woman. All right, All right, things. Everything
2: but. Man, we want to talk about everything but what the real problem is in America. We want to talk about everything but what the real problem is in the church. We want to talk about everything but what the real problem is in the family, what the real problem is in the marriage, and watch this. We want to talk about everything but what the real problem is in individuals. Now, why somebody be church hopping out there. Find you a place where they don't deal with your sin. That's why a that why lot of you. Now, just as soon as the man or woman of God start touching on your sin, oh, time to go. When the reality is you need to be in a place that deals, the reality is you need to be in a place that deals mostly with your sin. Because that's the place that's going to help you. I'm not going to get helped as a Christian, as a believer, without somebody uh, uh, identifying, uh, shining light on, and rebuking me for my weaknesses. My weaknesses must be dealt with. Your weaknesses must be dealt with. My sin must be dealt with. Give me a pastor that's going to deal with my sin. I don't need no joker that ain't talking and touching on my sin. He's not helping me. That's like me going to a personal train. I'm three hundred pounds overweight and he's not helping me lose weight. Weight is my problem. I go in there and he got a big old red velvet cake talking about uh, uh pastor have a slice. I'm going in there to lose weight. He got he done brought me out a big old pizza and a big old big old apple turnover. Please my about Pastor Eat till fish. I'm trying to lose weight. Not what? gain weight. I'm trying to lose sin. You ought to be out there, child of God, trying to lose sin, not gain sin. You need a pastor that's going to dive right dead into your sin. I go in there to see my personal trainer, my stomach all poked out, and first thing he do, hit me on the ground and start working my stomach till it hurts. That's what I need. That's what I need. And that's what we need in the house of God. We need men and women with the courage, with the boldness, with enough word in them to deal with our sin. If you're selfish out there, you're just selfish. You need to come out of that. Ain't nothing to explain, ain't nothing to justify. You're lying out there, just quit lying. Fornicate, just gotta quit. We just got to quit. We just got to quit. Ain't nothing wrong with doing right. Can't deal with everything, but we got to deal with the thing. Come on, come on, Sam. Come on, Sam. He didn't remove, now, we're talking about everything but. Now, what he didn't do, the high places, however, were not not removed, and the people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. Jehoshaphat was also at peace with the king of Israel. Jehoshaphat had a pretty good track record, just didn't get them high places down. Just didn't quite get them high places down. High places where they were burning incense and worshiping false gods. And Jehoshaphat was like, ah, we're going to let them keep that on. And now it's recorded in the book that he did everything but. Everything but. It's the buts in our life. Oh, we're doing good at this, that, and the other. Buts that allow God to show us what the buts are in our life. Remember the rich lung ruler? You know, he was doing all kinds of things. Then Jesus told him, to so go sell everything you have. Give it to the poor. Then come follow me. Went away sad. Why? He was doing that. He was doing a whole lot of stuff, everything but. He didn't want to do that. Oftentimes what's, our, what's going to take us to the next level is us having to do the very thing or things that we don't want to do. God bless you, children of God, and may heaven smile on you. Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you today for this beautiful day. Thank you again, Father, for provisions, protection, leadership, and guidance. We thank you, Father, for your rebuke, your chastisement, your correction, your instruction in righteousness, that we might be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Pray, Father, that your word is gone forth, mighty, bold, and in truth, that lives have been touched, changed, altered, that souls have been convicted and converted. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, may your good, pleasing, and perfect will continue to be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
1: And you can reach us through email at thechristnessartchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.archurch.com backslash member backslash to backslash Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, free YouTube and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. TalkShoe call 724-444-7444 and try D17959. a type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: 18 plus.